Welcome to the Go Find Out Podcast. I'm Jennifer Jelliff Russell, author, speaker, and entrepreneur, bringing you actionable ideas and interviews with awesome women to help you pursue your dreams and achieve your goals. You can find more episodes of the Go Find Out Podcast by visiting gofindoutpodcast.com. Enjoy the show and go find out. Welcome to the Go Find Out Podcast, episode number 12. On today's show, I'll be interviewing the founder of Two Chicks Cocktails, Megan Hanna, about her experience of starting the company and how she dealt with naysayers who didn't think she'd succeed. And since Two Chicks Cocktails are currently sold all over the country, including at my favorite adult beverage store, Stompers in Holden, Maine, I'd say Megan definitely succeeded in creating a thriving company. All right, on to my personal update before we get to the interview. So not too terribly much has been happening on the home front here in Maine. I've been sitting in on a lot of free webinars around book marketing, um, and I have joined some podcast groups to network with other hosts. I definitely found it really helpful to connect with other independent authors when I first started focusing on writing again. I ended up joining the Alliance of Independent Authors several months ago before releasing Cut the Bullshit, Land the Job, and it was really great to have a group of people that I could go to with questions about publishing or, you know, like formatting or anything like that. So I figured that I would do the same thing with podcasting. So I've joined the She Podcasts Facebook group, which is also a podcast, She Podcasts, and it's a free group to join. And I also join another group to connect with more potential guests. I am also slowly updating my author website, jjrussellwrites.com, in order to include the new book, Bite Me. I also plan on reading a chapter from the book, Suck It, and from Bite Me, and then posting those as free downloads on that website, sort of like embedding them into the page for each book on the website. So learning that stuff right now. Honestly, if nothing else, then it's a great way for me to prepare reading those excerpts from the books in order to get ready for creating the audiobooks for each each one of those books, since I have never actually narrated fiction audiobooks. Um, my guess is that later on this week, I will definitely be falling down the rabbit hole of YouTube videos regarding how to sort of clean up the audio using Audacity so that I can submit the books to ACX, which is how authors post to Audible, as well as other audiobook platforms. I do have some super exciting guests that I have scheduled to interview this week, including a tattoo artist who owns their own shop and a farmer who lives in a tiny house house on a homestead, which I just think is super cool. I'm honestly just really loving getting to interview so many really awesome women from so many different backgrounds. It's just really fun, and I hope that you guys are enjoying these interviews along with me. If you are enjoying the interviews, please definitely leave me a review on whatever podcast app you prefer. It would really mean a lot to me, and it would show me if you guys are enjoying the show. All right, let's get to the fun interview with Megan. Today, I'm excited to interview Megan Hanna, who is the founder of Two Chicks Cocktails, which she runs with CEO Linda Cash. Alongside the beautiful packaging and the delicious flavors, Megan's company has an awesome message of encouraging women to embrace one another rather than competing. Welcome to the show, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited to have you. Actually, I was going to be sipping on my favorite Two Chicks cocktail, which is the the vodka cutie, which is delicious. Yes, isn't it so good? They all, I mean, they really are all very, very good, I have to admit. 
They really are. Yeah. And I was going to be sipping on that because it's, it's pretty low alcohol yeah. content rate, which is wonderful. But I, I drank them all before the interview because they were so good. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> so I'll have to, we'll have, I'll have to uh, have some maybe later on. Go grab some. Yes, <laughs> please. Yeah. Our team works super hard on those formulations. So to hear somebody enjoys them so much, it just, you know, it makes us all so very happy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I actually did a little tasting with some of my girlfriends. We got all the flavors. We couldn't find, I think it's, is it elderflower? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The vodka pear elderflower. Yeah. I think that one just came out, right? No, actually oh, just um, that was one of our first to market flavors and it's very, very popular. So you should be able to find it again. I mean, we had to um, get that on the shelf rather quickly. It's very popular. So Mm, but you have a new one out, don't you? Um, actually, the one that you were talking about, the Vodka QT, is one of our newer flavors. Oh. So- yeah, we had three new flavors that came out, um, well, within the last few months. And the Vodka QT is one of them. So the original vodka, the Vodka Fizz, we call it the Vodka Elderflower with Pear, that was one of our first to market. Oh, okay. So y'all have to find that one because that sounds pretty delicious as well. Oh, yeah. Very, very good. <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump in here. Okay. I understand that you actually started out as a school counselor and then mm-hmm. switched over to commercial real estate. Yep. So obviously very different fields, right? Yes. Um, yes. What you're doing well, now. Yeah, I still counsel people just in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> so what actually kind of prompted you to start thinking about creating cocktail products for women? Well, honestly, I was sitting in a backyard in my backyard with one of my girlfriends and we were talking about the current products on the market and how they were marketed to women. I felt like they were telling us what we had to be or what we should be. And as we were talking about that, I looked at my girlfriend and I just said, you know, I'm going to create a brand that's about being you. That's about being inclusive, authentic, about connection, about really celebrating exactly who we are and celebrating one another. And so that's honestly where the idea came to me. I was just having a cocktail with one of my girlfriends. And why a cocktail? Because that's typically how you connect is over a drink. And so had you ever operated or owned your own business before? No, I had not. I had been, you know, a school counselor and then in commercial real estate for almost like the last what 15 years ish. So no, I mean, I've been around a lot of business owners. Um, but no, I never actually had my own business. And that's really, you know, where Linda comes in as being a seasoned veteran in owning her own business and being very successful in her uh, own business. So it was kind of my vision married with her expertise is really, you know, really what the magic formula was. And is. And so when you were first starting, did you have any like big fears while you were in the process of kind of ramping up? You know, in the beginning, I, I mean, if I'm being honest, no, because I believe so strongly in the vision that I, I fearful definitely wasn't a word. I mean, obviously there were moments of, oh gosh, is this the right way? Right. Um, but no, I just really felt from the moment I had the idea, honestly, I just, I just had a feeling and a knowing that it was going to work and be successful because there was a bigger purpose behind it. You know, we have amazing cocktails. They taste great. And we want people, of course, to go and buy the heck out of them off the shelf. But we also want them to think of two chicks and think of connection. So that's really where the bigger purpose was and is, is in creating that feeling of connection. So I always knew that despite the difficulties and the ups and downs, because it definitely has not been an easy road, I just knew it would work. That at that point, I always knew the vision was always very, 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 very clear. What would you say was your biggest challenge that you experienced while starting Two Chicks? I would say my biggest challenge was, you know, I mean, before I met Linda, it was really navigating everything. I mean, I genuinely like had to go on Google and, <laughs> and Google how to do things 
times and or where to make this happen. And um, so that was definitely the biggest challenge. And also, you know, selling your dream or your vision to other people can be a challenge because obviously you're no one's more passionate than you are about that. And so telling people what you're doing and kind of getting the looks on you know, like the, oh, wow, good luck with that. Um, that could be a challenge <laughs> as well. Um, but yeah, I never, I don't look at challenges. And, you know, as a team, we definitely don't look at challenges, you know, as as obstacles. They're more just like figure outables, you know, like, okay, well, here's the problem. Here's the challenge. And it's more about solution oriented, like how are we going to get past that? And it sounds to me too, it sounds like when you experience those challenges mm-hmm. that you you kind of went back to, well, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I have this mission. Yeah. Did that help you to kind of get past those challenges? Oh, 100%. I, I find that when other people have asked me, you know, what's the best advice or what would you say? It's always stay so clear in your vision and release all attachment to how it's going to happen. Because the how I know for me, like I'm a very logical regimented bullet pointed type of person. I love a A plus B plus C equals D. The fact is that life is not like that. And so it's being able to be flexible and adapt and say, okay, well, I just, I still know where my end goal is. I know that without a shadow of a doubt, but I need to give up that it has to be, this is the path to go. Maybe this path is, you know, I don't believe in because a door closes, you kick it down. I believe when a door closes because there's a better, easier door for you. Mm. You just need to go that way. So that was definitely a big part of the journey and the lesson was keeping the vision clear and releasing attachment to the how. Mm. A minute ago, you mentioned when you would tell people, oh, you know, I'm going to be starting this business and kind of some of the responses. Did you have any like naysayers or negative Nancy's while you were starting your business? Oh, all the time. Yeah, still. I mean, still, even <laughs> though like I have this incredible team now that really runs all the day to day and they're all veterans and, and killer at what they do. And, and we've had like insane success and we still have naysayers. But yeah, in the beginning, Oh, absolutely. Why would you bother? There's so many. It's so saturated. But I just knew I had a vision and I wasn't given that vision on accident. Hmm. So I knew that I never like a naysayer or whatever. It, it didn't throw me off. It didn't make me second guess myself. It just was like, okay, well, we'll show you. I'll, you know, we'll prove you wrong. I'm not real worried about it. So yeah, if anything, the naysayers... I mean, I think it's important to listen to everybody's input. Mm -hmm. I just don't think you should become a prisoner to it. When you become a prisoner to everybody's input, then nobody would ever do anything. So for me, if anything, it just gave me fuel. Right. (laughs) Oh, well, if I have to prove you wrong, I'm happy to do so. And now you guys can distribute all across America. And do you guys distribute in um, other countries as well? Um, Currently just in the United States. Gotcha. Okay. Which is awesome. Just awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's... Honestly, it's surreal. So as we mentioned before, Two Chicks is run by both you and CEO Linda Cash. Mm -hmm. How did you guys actually meet? So Linda and I met through a mutual friend in the industry. And Linda comes from a business background. She owned her own business, was very successful in her own business. And she is somebody who is, I mean, if you want something done, she's going to get it done. So I really loved that about her. And so when we met and she heard about what I was doing, she loved the vision and she really believed in it. So it perfectly was, I mean, it really was just kind of a marriage meant to be kind of a thing. And so she's, she really is the powerhouse as far as, you know, operations and production and and overseeing our sales team and everything else. And And my role as the founder is really the vision 
that I that originally you know started in my backyard type of a thing and to support in any way I can. And I feel like there's a persistent myth out there that putting two strong women together kind of causes drama in business. But what mm-hmm. has been your experience of running the organization with another strong woman? You know, we haven't had that problem, but I also believe that, you know, advice I would give to other women and, you know, part of the entire reason I started Two Chicks was because I really wanted to create something that celebrated connection amongst women and to get rid of that competition that women tend to have amongst each other. And so when that is our brand messaging, we have to live that brand messaging And so I think what it is, is really just celebrating one another and what each other's strengths are Mm. and not focusing on like, we all have our strengths, we all have our weaknesses and really building each other up and supporting one another regardless and being able to have communication, open communication and listen to each other's ideas. And I always, I mean, I've all of my closest friends in my life as well are all very strong alpha females. Mm -hmm. I just love and appreciate them for exactly who they are. I really like women with strong personalities in general. So for us, we haven't had that. I think when people do have that, what I have found is that really relates. I mean, we haven't had that at two chicks, but what I found in my life in general is that typically relates to a deep insecurity and having to get out of your, your ego. And so that takes some self-reflection that takes some work. And so when women are willing to do that and get behind all of those, what I have found is that women that I have met that maybe come off up front a little standoffish because of that kind of strong woman energy, when you get behind that, there's magic there. Mm -hmm. And it's just being able to really look past that front that we all tend to put on, right? Because of our own insecurities and our own experiences in life. So two chicks are mantra and and what we really have set out to establish as a, as a brand is that connection. And so we really work really hard to live that within our brand, even as just a company. What would you say, what habit has really helped you most to be successful in starting or running Two Chicks? Um, I would say starting Two Chicks, the, the habit that I have for sure is, is tenacity and persistence. And I think you have to get in the habit every day of, I mean, I start out every day with my gratitudes and what I'm grateful for and really celebrating those small wins because all those little small wins and end up in a bigger win. And so if I was going to tell somebody what habit do you need to get in, do you need to start practicing every day to, you know, I think it takes 21 days or something for it to become a habit, but it's to like wake up and start with your gratitudes and then stay tenacious and don't let anybody get in the way of your vision. What do you think that you would have missed out on had you not started the company? Oh my goodness. So many lessons. I mean, at the time I just, you know, somewhat naive really of just like, I have this idea and I'm going to make it happen and watch it become humongous. You know, I just, I still believe that. But along the way, I mean, the journey has taught me, it it was really, even though I I, I have a graduate degree and I went through graduate school, I feel like this was an even better education. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's real life education, um, the ups, the downs to really learn what it means to be persistent and to have grit. I learned, if anything, I think the most beautiful lesson is, you know, my vision started out with a brand that was about connection and women empowering one another and inclusivity and building each other up. And that's exactly what I've experienced from my crew in my life throughout this entire process and then meeting Linda and then two chicks becoming a bigger team it's really been it's basically the brand living out its own tenement of like let's all join together and do this together as a team and lift one another up so that's really been the most beautiful lesson that I learned and I would have missed out on had I not seen this through. Hmm. What advice would you give the listeners out there who are thinking of starting their own business? 
Mm, I think the best advice that I could give to somebody starting their own business is that if it's something that is on your heart and it's waking you up every single night and you can't get it off your mind, it's because it's meant for you. And to trust that. So like I said before, staying super, super clear in your vision and letting go of attachment of how that vision is going to come to fruition. You have to get up every day and do the work, obviously, and to make things happen. But get rid of the attachment that it has to happen in a certain way or a certain time frame. And just hold on tight to exactly what that vision is and, and how you see it. And of course, I'm going to have to ask, which two chicks cocktail is your favorite flavor? Well, that's hard to say because it's like picking a favorite child. I was going to say, you don't want to make anybody mad in like the people who develop these flavors, right? Yeah. Our team, like, I mean, I really am. I've been so fortunate and blessed to been surrounded with this crew of women. We are women founded, own, run in all ways um, that really have, I mean, I can't even think of a good enough and big enough word to describe the excellence that they embody and what they have done when it comes to our beautiful packaging, the incredible mm-hmm. flavors. Our cocktails are super balanced. Um, yes. They really are like you're just, for us, it was really about emulating that experience of going to a bar and having a beautiful mixed drink. And mm-hmm. so we want to bring that experience home. And so we, I believe, and I definitely feel, and I know our team feels, and obviously consumers feel because we're having great success, that that's exactly what you get when you drink our cocktail. It, it tastes like a wonderful mixed mixologist type drink that you would get at a bar. So, I mean, I've been surrounded with such an amazing team that really handles the day-to-day, the sales, the operations, then developing these new flavors and the beautiful packaging. So yes, like I would never want to like pick it <laughs> like, you know, make it hey, work so hard on that flavor because they really are, they're all so good. And if I'm being truly honest, it really just depends on where I'm at and what I'm doing because every day is a different day. Some days I'm, I'm like, oh, today the gym sounds amazing. Tomorrow, maybe the vodka does, you know, so I couldn't pick just one. That's for sure. Yeah, they're, they're all so good. They yeah. really are. I think the second runner up in our tasting was the um, new fashioned. Oh, yes. I love some whiskey. Yes. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. That's a really good one too. Well, where can people find out more information about Two Chicks Cocktails? And is there like a website where listeners can look for where they can find Two Chicks locally? Yeah. So they can go onto our website at www.twochickscocktails.com. And they can put in their zip code and then the local, the stores that carry it locally will, will pop up for them. And they can also follow us on Instagram as our Instagram handle is at Two Chicks Cocktails. Perfect. And it looked like too that there were some options, probably depending on what state you live in, like you could order online. Oh, absolutely. You can absolutely online order and then same thing, go to our website and click order online. And we have the links there for you to do that as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Megan. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. What a fun interview. I just really felt like it was packed with a ton of great information from Megan's experience of starting Two Chicks Cocktails, and I wanted to unpack a few of the points she made on the show. One of the things Megan said that really stuck with me was that when dealing with naysayers, she said she uses that as more of a personal challenge, as in, oh, you think I can't do this? Now I'm going to make sure that I'm twice as successful. So this concept actually popped up in my Twitter feed today, labeled as Spite Driven Career Development. I'm not so sure that I love that name, but honestly, it kind of gets at the heart of the matter. Basically, when someone tells you that they don't think you'll succeed, try to get into the habit of responding mentally or verbally with, just watch me succeed. That way, instead of letting their negativity get you down, you can use it to light a fire within that will help you push through any challenges like Megan did. 
Something else that Megan said during the interview was that when a door closes, I don't believe you have to kick it down, and that instead, you should look around for another door that might be better or easier to get through. To me, this is similar to pivoting to something else when the first thing that you try doesn't work. Sometimes this is a difficult thing to do, right? I feel like when we tend to get stuck on the try, try again mantra, that we forget that doing the same thing over and over is unlikely to yield different results. And so we just keep trying and trying at this one thing and continuing to fail. As an example, when I published my job seeker guide, Cut the Bullshit, Land the Job, I assumed I'd be marketing the book on Amazon, LinkedIn, and Facebook using their sort of internal ads and promos. Only after I published the book and tried to create the ads did I find out that those platforms would not allow ads for my book since it has a curse word in the title. So pretty much all of my marketing plans were out the window. So I decided to look around for a different door to market the book. I think I found an option that might actually work and it might actually even work better than just kind of throwing promos out there since people are kind of saturated by promotions and ads now on like Facebook and Amazon. I'm actually going to try an online quiz which helps users identify at which point they're stuck in the job search process and then provides them with what they need to do to land the job. So basically I'm going to market the quiz, provide free content and advice, and then have a call to action at the end of each free article to buy the book if they want more assistance. So rather than giving up on the thing that you are sort of running into a closed door on, so for me that was marketing the book, I definitely think that it's worth it to take a step back and take a more calculated look at your situation before you decide that a door is completely closed to you. As Megan said, maybe there's an easier door that'll work better for you. And by the way, I should definitely make sure that I give full credit to my husband for encouraging me to continue looking at how I might market my book in a different way. It definitely prompted me to take more marketing webinars and ended up taking one that introduced me to the idea of using quizzes to funnel people to my book. So thanks, Jason. There really were a lot of really great takeaways from this interview, and I know it was short, but it really was packed with a lot of information. The last thing that I really wanted to kind of circle back to was not so much something that Megan said, but really more something that she did. She gave credit to her whole team for helping to achieve her vision of the Two Chicks brand. That right there is a demonstration of really great leadership, and I just wanted to point it out and applaud Megan for it. I feel like a really great leader gives credit to others and gives credit to the team rather than trying to take it for themselves. And I just, I thought that was really great that she, you know, recognizes that it takes a team, it takes an organization to build a brand. So awesome stuff. All right, you guys, that is it for today's show. Join me next time when I'll be interviewing tattoo artist Annie Lloyd, who owns and operates Get Fat Brooklyn in, you guessed it, Brooklyn, New York. Until then, go find out. Thanks for listening to the show today. I hope you found the information beneficial and that it helps you tackle your own Go Find Out goals. You can find more episodes and the show transcripts at gofindoutpodcast.com. You can also let me know what you thought of the show by tweeting me at GFO Podcast or follow me on Instagram at gofindoutpodcast. That's it for today. Now go find out. <laughs>